0: Man who put Clanfer PG on the map for Wales? He's flirted with the wrestler Adrian Street, and he'll make a song about anything. From Wirral, Merseyside, UK, meet and greet Don Woods. So, a very good morning, uh, one and all. Uh, our date today is. I had to look at that, the 8th of November, and um, I wonder what it's like uh, on Wirral Merseyside. Here it's sharp, it's not warm, obviously, the weather does change at this time of the year, Um, but it looks like it's going to be sunny later in the day, so we should have quite a bit of heat on us, but let's find out. The burning question is, what's it like over on Wirral Merseyside, and good morning to Don. Good morning, Vince.
1: Good morning, Vince. It's um, it's sunny. It's nice. It's a nice morning, uh, bit of blue sky, but I haven't been out yet. But it's it's been cold. It, it's it was cold yesterday, and the wind's cold. Really, when the wind stops and the sun comes out, it's quite warm. But it's all right. Yeah, you know, it's 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 nice. I, I like the autumn anyway. It, it suits me. Yeah. It's just that you've got it followed by the winter,
0: haven't you? That's the trouble. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Well. Um, I mean, the thing is, while, he, while the winter is still coming round, we're not too worried. It's when it's, uh, maybe he doesn't come round, that that would start worrying me. Uh, you've got all this climate change stuff anyway. So, I mean, they're going to sort out the climate and all sorts as far as uh, anybody else seems to be able to tell you. Um, I mean, the fact that uh, we're still whizzing around the sun and nobody can put the brakes on, gives me an indication that probably it's a bit difficult change in the climate and that really you've got to accept that things are cyclical. But uh, who am I? I mean, you know, uh, you know what I'm like with my theories and um, my uh, reservations over things. But, you, you know, I look at the map, I see the size of China, I see the size of Russia, I see the size of America, I see the size of Britain. And who are the mugs for me? Because basically... Uh, you've got uh, uh, the, the little poisoned dwarf uh, shouting her mouth off and uh, all the um, cavalcades of American presidents and people like that with many many cars emitting the carbon poison um, eight miles per, uh, per gallon for Joe Biden and yet we're told um, the climate change is about us really you know I don't I, I really don't understand this anymore
1: well. Wow. Well, Joe Biden broke wind, didn't he, in front of um, uh, Prince Charles's wife? I mean, it was on the news this morning. He actually farted in front of uh, Camilla. He did. This was on the news. Now that that's going to ruin the atmosphere, isn't it? This is headline news, by the way. You know, this this is headline news. Here, Joe Biden. I mean, I went to Shrewsbury. Told you this, didn't I? Many uh, many years ago, I went to Shrewsbury, and there's a um, a museum there, an old museum. And you go in this museum and it's about 30 feet above the river that flows through Shrewsbury. And 12 feet above me, or six feet above me, was a line which said this is where the water came up to during the floods in the early 18th century. You see, that was 200 years ago. Now, what caused that? Diesel fumes. You know, the world will change. It's been changing. It changes permanently. We had the Ice Age. You know, and they're all blaming everything. Oh, you've got to sort of don't wash your clothes as much. You know, it's just pathetic, Vince. It's pathetic. That's what it is. And I'm sick. and tired of it all. I just turn the news off when it comes on. As soon as it gets to something like that. And you get people who you'd never, ever hear of or see getting their little spoke jumping in. Oh, you know, we, we've got to do this and that and the other. I'm just sick of it all because, as you say, you've got China and Russia. There you go. And we're like a postage stamp on the world and yeah. we're all worried yeah. about what we do. It's pathetic, you know. But, you see, having said that, uh, back in the in, when I was young, we had f- fog. Uh, and smog, and things like that. You see, so they 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 cut out coal chimneys and and thing, which which has helped, you know, because we don't get fog anymore, particularly or smog. We don't get that anymore. But you know that that's one thing. It, it, it you're not going to stop the rain falling. You know, you, you know what I mean. Ah, I, I give up, mate. I give up with it. It's pathetic.
0: Yeah. Well, exactly. You know, all that we've talked about. Um, And I also read that China is actually producing more coal. So while, you know, everybody else is having to cut back and have all these arguments and discussions and everything, uh, China just carries on and starts uh, its coal industry improving and increasing. And uh, I think we're just mugs. I think we're being taken for an absolute ride. And I think what it is, I think it's the left wing Media, I think they're they're all working on behalf of um you know the communist ideal, and unfortunately, people just don't seem to be able to do, to cope with this anymore. Anyway, um now you now I'm reading your missive here, and I can hardly believe what I'm reading. You're telling me you're sick and tired of whinging and whining. <laughs> What's all this about?
1: I am sick and tired of whinging. And whining from those offended by nothing. We have millionaire footballers acting like spoiled, sniveling kids because some moron in the crowd shouted an insult to them. Get over your stupid selves. Get into your brand new Mercedes in front of these plonkers and point at it as you're getting in it, and then add a finger to that finger and give them a wave, give these morons a wave. You know, it, 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 it's pathetic, all this. Oh, it's a, then we have the Yorkshire cricket team causing outrage because one of the players was racially insulted. You know, that guy can walk to the crease. A lot of people can't do that. Soldiers who have lost limbs can't do that. That's a problem. He can see the ball, being bowled at him a lot of people can't see because they're blind that is a problem not stupid pathetic little comments that they get hurt by you know these are not problems and this is not headline news losing your house in floods is problems living in war zones are problems grief is a problem these people want to try it losing somebody dear is a problem you have your heart and soul ripped out like this guy with his wife in jail over in Iran somewhere he's on a hunger strike their problems you know not being called silly names from, from by somebody call them names back get with it get over yourselves and give us all a bloody rest I'm sick of it Vince I'm sick of all this racism and get over yourselves you know like, just get over yourself think of people who have got real problems like like I've just mentioned you know it's pathetic mm-hmm. I always used to say we got a hill here called uh, Bidston Hill and I always used to walk up to the top of the hill and I used to say to myself when I got up there I can walk up here and I can see the sights I can see around me and I can hear the birds singing a lot of people can't do that you see, you're lucky to be able to do that. You know, a lot of people can't walk or can't see. You see, that's the trouble with it all. You forget about these people, and they're so self-centred. You know, I'm a, I'm a millionaire footballer. How dare somebody shout a remark to me? Get over it. You know, I'm just sick of it all, mate. Mm. I'm, I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of it all. I think everybody is not just me. Yeah, it's pathetic. They're pathetic. You know,
0: I look. I I do totally agree with you. I can only just add one small thing which is basically uh, it, it doesn't and I don't think anybody really denies that shouting uh, racial slurs at people is bad but I think the thing for most people to understand is that you're never going to stop it because no. it, it's like kids more, in the playground the
1: more, well the more publicity you give it the more they do it you see don't don't give them publicity you see you know just don't give they're only idiots. They're idiots. They don't count, do they? They're the idiots that shout things out. That's my argument with it all. You know, they get, they're get the ones that get the sort of publicity and, you know, don't give them publicity because the more publicity you give them, the more they do is, oh, I was on the telly, you know, on the telly, lads, you know what I mean? They make me sick, a lot of them.
0: I think uh, one thing that is overlooked is the sort of abuse that um, we're all talking about Kids go to school and there's um, amounts of that going on at all different levels. And you, 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 you're you taking away human behaviour. I, I, I think, you know, if they haven't got rid of this problem in a century, I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's one of those things that you, you just have to learn to live with. I mean, we've all had people that have been nasty to us at some time or other. Um, yeah, of course. we. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do feel a little bit of sympathy. But, I mean, for example... If uh, somebody uses the word Paki, I I don't think these days it's meant to be a racial abuse uh, term. I think it's just to quickly identify that somebody's a Pakistani. I mean, if somebody's a Pakistani, it means they come from Pakistan. It doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Well, we're
1: Brits. Aussies are Australians, they're Aussies. You know, that's all right. How dare you call me a Brit? You see, Paki. It's half a half of Pakistan. That's the name of the place they come from, isn't it? Yeah. You know, uh, I suppose it's the way it's said. But I mean, the Aussies call us whinging poms. <laughs> They're absolutely right. I'm not offended. I couldn't no, care, I'm, I'm
0: certainly not offended. But then again, I don't mm-hmm. tend. I don't tend to whinge. <laughs> You've you got more of a problem <laughs> yes, than me. <laughs> you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> but I mean, you, you know, the the sad thing is that. Um, People now are, they're just, it's almost like there's a, a little interlude and some new group of whingers will come to the fore and the BBC will jump on it. You'll see a little sort of snippet somewhere. Somebody walking through a a park and because they've got ginger hair somebody shouted something so then you have that for sort of the next couple of months and then there'll be another lull and then somebody with a different colour hair or no hair or whatever you know it just really appears that it's just people and we can't really get really past that no. one well they're scraping
1: for news aren't they there's too much news it's on, too, it's on all day they're scraping for news to keep their stupid jobs, the news, most of the news is is it, it doesn't matter, you know, yeah, and and. That that is news. Oh, someone shouted a racist comment to a footballer. You see that? Is, that's not headline news. It's not a problem. Let the footballer sort it out. It's not a problem. You know, he's on he's on millions, a million pound a week, and he's moaning because someone called him names. You know, they're not problems. Sort the real problems out. Give publicity, more publicity to the soldiers who come back. Uh, the, the brains. Out of, out of gear because of what they've been through you know the, the, these are problems and on the blind people and all that you see they can't see that oh no well you know i was i was really hurt and insulted you know it's well, it's, it's pathetic mate
0: i mean i i've been hurt by something you said this morning actually um you probably don't realize but when you told me that joe biden had farted in front of camilla Um, You know, I mean, that really was something I I hadn't got wind of that. I haven't looked at the news bulletin or anything. And quite honestly, um, you know, (laughs) I can't think of any anyone better to fart in front of, quite honestly. I'm not a Camilla fan. To be honest
1: honest with you, I think he's trying to take over from President Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Nice nice
0: one. Nice one. Absolutely right. (laughs) Oh, dear. As it did one fart.
1: she wasn't very pleased, apparently, Camilla. She
0: wasn't very pleased, and he didn't apologize. <laughs> wow, he's American, isn't he? <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs>
0: okay, so um now then we go to Halloween next. So what's gonna what's going what are we going to talk about with Halloween?
1: Right, We've just had Halloween, which is something we have acquired from overseas, uh, as far as I can see. It used to be duck apple night, where we would try to take a bite out of an apple which was floating in a bowl of water. Simple. Now, all the kids have to dress up in vampire costumes, go around and asking people to, for a trick or treat or whatever the hell they do. not sure why why they do this, and I don't think they are either. You know, then we have a Bonfire Night, you see, following that. I've never seen the point of Bonfire Night. I, I know I'm a bar humbug. Can't see the point of it. When we were young at school, we I used to spend so much on just a big handful of bangers, wrap them up, put an elastic band around a load of bangers, go around and um, try and Th- throw them at people, I suppose. But uh, bangers were all right. It was a bit of a laugh. And that, I wasn't a, a thug or anything. Didn't do any damage. You know, we, we, we were sensible. Used to sort of go on the shore and, and light a banger and cover it with sand and watch the sand blow up. Things like that. You see, but now, to me, it's just a total waste of money. The whole thing is a waste of money. Mind you, as I say, it does give our nation of sheep the opportunity to go ooh ah every time you see several of our great british pounds go up in smoke you know not to mention the, the injuries received annually forget about those you know you see until you've if you've seen the fireworks in disney disney world in in florida which i have it's you know there's no point watching fireworks here. I mean, it's, it's, it's stunning over there. It's about a million dollars a night you spend. It's an hour of these fireworks being writing in the sky and everything. I mean, it's pretty good. But when you come back here and you see a, a firework off in someone's back garden, you know, and go up, that, that costs three or four quid, bang, and it goes into sparks. I can't see the point. Never did. Don't like it. Don't go out, don't watch fireworks. I never saw one this year. I could hear them all outside. I just draw the curtains and watch the television. Guy Fawkes has got a lot to answer for, mate, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Mm. Well, look, uh, let's go first to uh, Halloween, because for me, um, I've never been the biggest fan of um, Halloween, because, quite frankly, I know, of course, it's... um, started off as a pagan festival but uh the the christian aspect of it uh is was something that was quite dear to my heart because basically we remember the people that we uh, no set no no longer see and for me that is important so for having people wandering round dressed up in all this Uh, paraphernalia it's nothing more than american uh, modern uh, marketing and sadly i think people miss the point you do you do have a a a good chance uh, on um, halloween to venerate all the people that you miss the people that are important to you this year is a bit more poignant for us because we've moved house and i think i explained um, a part of our garden is about remembering our friends.
1: Yeah, you told me that's good then.
0: Well, it's it's beginning to it's beginning to look nice now, and you know, it's like I look at a plant, and I'm remembering the person, and I'm remembering sometimes moments that were not wonderful, moments that were maybe not wonderful. But the point is, I'm remembering people, and what has become more important to me out here is that um because we have uh, lots of british people who come here and they get cremated they've got no there's got there's nobody to remember who they were where they've come from what they've done and i didn't want this to happen to my closer friends and my family mm-hmm. so that now is really really important now the the spanish tradition the portuguese and the irish and the french they go down to the graves and they actually clean the graveyard and and the area around where their loved one uh, is laid to rest. And uh, some of them actually go the whole hog and get the bones out and all this sort of thing, which I think that's a bit bizarre. Yeah. But, yeah, but... um, well, my my brother-in-law on the Wirral, uh, Alistair. Um, very kindly went to Landerken and um, tidied the grave of my parents, which, you know, I I, I really try to express how, how much I'm grateful to him for doing that for me. And, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I think that side of Halloween is far more important. And in fact... I really began to sound a bit grumpy this year because, you know, it's like the kids are walking around all dressed up and, you know, the the parents want you to make a comment about um, how the children look and all this sort of thing. And I'm saying, no, it's not what Halloween is about. It's supposed to be about remembering our our friends and relatives and close people that we don't see, you know. So that's what I feel like with uh, Halloween. Um I think then, when you go on to to um, Guy Fawkes Night and um, fireworks night, I mean, it's nothing more than a ridiculous representation of something that happened in British history. Now you've got that side of it where you are, but we have a rather strange, bizarre side of it out here in Spain, where you break, you break, uh, yeah, you're broke up
1: you broke up a bit sorry,
0: so, sorry. We, we have um, little bits of um, problems with the equipment I'm looking at yeah, the, the signal um, no uh, I mean we have daylight fireworks here so it's like you hear the noise and then you see the fireworks sort of shimmering above where they are being set off I mean obviously at night you can see them um, but then we have this thing called a meth clatter which they set off, and it's a massive bang. I mean, it really is a series of bangs, a series of bangers being um, amplified. And I went to um, Valencia, the I, I, first time I've been near one, and I tell you, I thought I was having a heart attack. I mean, it really was like being in a war zone and yeah, you yeah. think to yourself, why do people want to do it? They they all flo- flock to be near the sound um, and and to feel the vibration. I, I don't understand. It's bizarre, but because it's obviously a Spanish cultural thing and tradition, I tend to keep my thoughts more to myself. But I'm I'm not the biggest fan. Um, now you've got something you'd like to tell me about Christmas as well. Well. Yeah, at the risk of sounding bar humbug, which
1: I am, I can't stand Christmas. I never could, even as a kid. I can't, I can't stand Christmas. You know, it, it, the re- the ridiculous build-up with everyone piling into supermarkets to fill their trolleys with loads of food. Not to mention the same old played-out Christmas records, which we get every year. It's one day that's all one day and the true meaning has totally been forgotten here you know i just don't get it at all you know never did and you know if people want to go to church that's what it's about christmas the birth of christ that's it yeah you know and presents and oh oh, hugging and oh the family i i can't stand it and then then you've got after it, you've got the build-up to Christmas, then the gradual build-up to New Year's Eve, which is a complete utter waste of time, and then nothing. You've got the void through January and February and March waiting for the summer. You know, to me, if you're going to have a celebration, have it in the summer. You know, i have, have Christmas in the summer and in June, split the two up. But, you see, having played... At uh, gigs, I played 50 consecutive New Year's Eves since I left school. Uh Before I just had enough, I couldn't say anymore. And uh, I played, on, I never missed one New Year's Eve gig. So wh- when I, I stopped playing, I thought, oh, well, I'll probably enjoy New Year's Eve. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I just stay in. You know, it's its Christmas. You go out and, all ev- oh, the best, mate. You know why don't they say all the best mate during the year you know you you only seem to like me at christmas
0: well no (laughs) you you are right you're absolutely right and it's all about the the true meaning again of christmas because you know I, i remember going to i i always tend to go to midnight mass it's just something that um i do enjoy going um i enjoy the idea of whether This is what we're, what our life is really about. Because, quite frankly, um, like uh, so many people, I think we're all a little bit baffled by things at the moment. But I do love Christmas. I do love the thought of um, you know Jesus being born and uh, what really we believe in. And it's quite interesting because you know um, people who don't like religion and Christianity in particular, they always have a go at the Virgin Birth. And um, I didn't really ever used to have a really good answer to them for that. And now I just say to them, well, you know, when they're making test tube babies and they're all saying how wonderful it is um, and they're going, yeah, well, I'm saying, well, hang on. Didn't this happen 2000 years ago? Isn't that what we believe in? And they yeah. seem to stop and not have an answer for me there. And and yeah. I think to myself, that's what I believe in, you see. And I, I know there are many, many gaps and holes in our uh, religious belief. I mean, I don't, for example, for a minute, believe um, that there's only one religion. I think there is a religion for me that's stronger than the others, but I don't see how if uh, the God I believe in is a kind God, I don't think for a minute that if somebody's on the other side of the planet and never hears of Christianity, they wouldn't have the chance to go to heaven. I mean, I just can't get my head around that one. Um, yeah, very, very interesting, Don, and I, I can quite understand where you're going with everything, and some of the Christmas well, that, songs are a bit banal, aren't they?
1: i to, oh, tell you what, man. I mean, one good reason for packing in the band when, I, when I'd had enough, which about five years ago I stopped playing. I still play on a Wednesday night, I still keep my hand in. But, you know, if I had to sing It, it Is Merry Christmas once more, I think I'd have gone bonkers. But, having said about religion, my, I had a friend in the gym, very good friend of mine, uh, called Kumar. He was a, a, a doctor, a um, surgeon, very clever fellow, Indian Indian guy. And I used to talk, to, I, I like people's listen to people's cultures and he once said to me i said oh i've had a terrible day oh and he said that's because you've only got one god and i said well how many have you got he said six he said i can flip i can flip from one to the other you see and i i said to him once, "I said do you celebrate christmas he said yes and I said, "Well, how can you?" You said, "You sh-. I said, "In theory, you should have six Christmases." But you see, he said, "No, it's to, to me. It's a get-together. Christmas is a get-together. It's it's not particularly religious. Very interesting, you know." Yeah. But it was. He was a great fella, and uh, I just say I've started going back to the gym because it's it's opened up now full time. But I I've, I've, I couldn't find him. He's, I think he's I think he's gone. Abroad somewhere, yeah. But what a, what a great, but a very interesting bloke, you know. He was uh, he, he was great, and um, you know, I'd, I'd ask him about uh, his wife and, and I, I, when he got married and the the marriage ceremony. Very, it's very, it's fascinating. Yeah, you know. But that's that's the thing with it, and it's that's what people need to do. You know, they need to, instead of insulting people, you know,
0: ask them about their lives, you know. Well, anyway, they- one, one thing that just passed my mind, uh, which I, I forgot to mention, is um, on the subject of fireworks, I remember, remember I was going to church with my mum one fireworks night. It just so happened that there was something on. Somebody threw a firework which exploded underneath my eye. And oh, I, yeah, I, I, I've had um, this sort of short-sightedness for quite a while now. Uh, well, all my life, you know, since that particular problem. But there yeah. we are. OK, so now then you're wondering about um, racial abuse goes two ways now. Yeah.
1: I often wonder if white people ever get racially abused. Because we never, ever hear of it on our wonderful national news programmes. You know, I find it hard to believe that ethnic members, the ethnic members of our population never insult the white members. You know, you never hear about it if they do. Or is it just one way? You know, and I find it hard to believe that women never make sexual or suggestive remarks to men. They, they never, do, they don't do that. You know, is, is, is that is that just one way? You know, um, if, if they do, we never, ever hear about it, you know. I have yet to hear of a man who is deeply offended because a woman pinched his backside 30 years ago. Uh, or again, is it okay that way round? Maybe, maybe, you know, it's like Jerry Halliwell. Do you remember Jerry Halliwell? In Gin, ginger Spikes Spice, game? yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she used to brag that she pinched Prince Charles's bum when when they were they were getting they were in a line and he was going along after the show or something, and she pinched his bum, and she brags about this. Well, I wonder what would have happened the other way round. You know, if Prince Charles had pinched their bum, you can imagine we just, it it would have gone on forever. If there'd have been this case like like Prince Andrew. You know, it's everything's one way, isn't it? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe white people never, ever get abused. You know, well, I
0: think two, two things that cross my mind as you're talking is you've got all the grooming gangs around Huddersfield, Rochdale, Oxford, Oldham, Birmingham. I mean, it just goes on and on and on the list, um, which never seems to um, sort of cease. And yet, you know, it'll go out to the headlines for a while and then come back in again. You don't find that many groups of white looking for black um, children or something like that, which I would hate to happen anyway. But that's one thought that sprang to my mind. The other one is an interview I did with uh, Len Barry, who had that great hit, One, Two, Three, and Like a Baby. And in it, and I'll send you the podcast link, um, in it he told me about um, how he felt it was inverted racism when he was uh, described often as being a white soul singer and he felt that, um, you know, he was often subject to racism the other way around because he was a soul singer, but he was a white guy. And um, yeah. it was quite interesting what he told me. Yeah. Um, I'll send you that link as soon as I can remember yeah, to do, do it.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, it, when we were at work, you know, we used to have a laugh, didn't we? It wasn't sexual. We used to have a laugh with the girls. You could laugh and joke. Oh, you can't do that. And they have these programs on now, which one was got. It Was All Right in the 70s. And you see these, these people watching it, these celebs watching it, and you get Benny Hill come on chasing the girl, in, in, in who's almost wearing a bikini, you know. And it's funny, but they're going, oh, oh, oh my god, oh, you couldn't do that these days. You see, it's pathetic. You know, to me, it's pathetic. And I, you know, I mean, you can't do, you can't, say, oh, you can't say anything. Humor has gone. We should have a big sign. Like like um, a no entry sign with a cr- a line through it, humour and a line through it. No more humour. You can't laugh. Can't have a laugh with anybody anymore. Oh no, because they get offended. It's pathetic, mate. Pathetic. I have. All, um,
0: I, I mean, to to uh, the first thing that crossed my mind then was uh, what worries me is that anybody would want to pinch Prince Charles's bum. But there we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the the other thing <laughs> is I I have been in company of people males who are uh, a little bit sort of too forward, especially in the way that they behave with females. And quite honestly, I can understand, you know, when somebody invades your privacy and, um, you know, when men in the office deliberately try to make females feel uncomfortable. I've got to, by the way, also say I've been in situations where men have made me feel uncomfortable. And, you know, I find now and again that um, there is an inversion of this, you know, when some people uh, turn it round and do it to us. And so it gives me an understanding of how maybe a female might feel intimidated if she has got that sort of a pressure on her. Uh, So I, I think there's a. I think there is a little bit of a confusion between something that is intrinsically funny, which was Benny Hill, and uh, being a dirty old man, etc. But then again, humour always takes things and makes it into a caricature. So most people, uh, uh, practically everybody, doesn't go round doing things like that.
1: No, no. And, and, but you see, if the, if the ge- a lot of the girls are up for it. You know, I mean, to, be, to have a laugh. I don't mean anything else. Yeah, you know. I'm, I'm, the ones who aren't, you wouldn't offend. You can imagine if, if it is nothing worse than embarrassing somebody, you know, in front of other people. Some some people can stand it. You see, I myself, and uh, and see if anyone in, insulted me in company, they get it back. You know, twice, twice as because it wouldn't affect me. It doesn't affect me at all. I just think, oh, there's a you know, if I walk in a room and someone makes a comment to my right I'll go to my left I say, oh, there's a there's a planket over there I'll go this way you know but you see to to offend people really offend them and embarrass them that's wrong but you know you can have a laugh can't you see girls like to have a laugh and and there's there's you see them on the television do you watch um bargain hunt it's yes. wonderful. Yep. and you get young girls on there, and they're great, you know, they're, they're good, laughing, you, you know that that that's it. But you see, not all blokes are the same. You see, you get these idiots, the fancy their chances, and are rude to women. But
0: not all blokes are
1: like that. You exactly, see. They're, they're, they're all in the same mould, you know. Oh, blokes, you know, and that, that's the trouble.
0: When I was eighteen, I was um, assistant manager in a cash and carry. Um, and I was then transferred to become the manager of a supermarket. You might know it. It was in um, Market Street in Birkenhead and it was called Stranagan and Nixon. It was quite a big supermarket for those days. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I think we had a staff of, of about 14. And there was one particular lady called Dina. I can't remember, her, you know, any more about her other than when I needed to tell her off. Um, because now and again, you know, something wasn't right, um, she would invade my space, and I would blush like mad. I knew <laughs> what she was doing, but I could not stop blushing. And, of course, she knew exactly what she was doing. And uh, But we've got to learn. That's what life's about. Things happen. You've got to learn from it, haven't you?
1: Yeah. You know, as long as, as, long as you don't injure anybody, you know... It, it, Making comments—you're not going to physically damage somebody, are you? You know, but there you go. I don't know the, the, the world. See, you can't do any. See, comedy's lost its way, hasn't it? You can't crack jokes when you look back at at some of the the comedians. You know, but, uh, and it was funny, but oh, you can't do that now. Oh, well, what no, I, what I find good.
0: amazing is the, uh, the the sort of gay humour that they all partake. Um, you know, practically every time I look at um, Live at the Apollo, they have a gay person on. Yeah, and then the yeah. gay person can say all sorts of outrageous things, which really, you know, I'm surprised that they're allowed to actually say. So they've said it in the in the theatre, if you like, and now here we are again publicising it by showing it on the TV show. And, yeah. you know, I think those sorts of things, um well, Mind the comedians have got away with murder for many years. Okay, let's go back to the the climate change show.
1: The climate change show up in Scotland, which is blanket news at the moment. Before I had the chance to switch it off on the news, I I, I couldn't get to the television quick enough. As soon as it came on, I was subjected to the effect on the world by planting trees, right? This this. So I thought, oh, I'll well, watch this because the, there were some nice pictures of forests and things. Which, to me, you know, th- the subject to me is about as interesting as Scottish football to me, which is of no interest whatsoever to me. <laughs> so one chap was telling us that the trees absorb carbon dioxide, so the more trees we have, the better. Right, okay, got that, understand that. Then another bloke comes on, and he tells us that when trees die, and and they die if they're in a, an enclosed space with a lot of other trees, you see, all the carbon dioxide that it's absorbed is released back into the atmosphere. So the more trees we have is not a good thing, right? <laughs> I mean, th- this was an... With it within like a, a minute, one fella says one thing, the other fella says another, and you know, just before I switched the TV off, I slowly gazed up to see this wonderful information drifting over my head through the room. Uh, you know were it not for these scientific gatherings on our pathetic news programs, you'd never get to hear or see these experts, you know, it's their big moment to get on the telly. You know, and they should incorporate this tribe, like like the X Factor, they should make it, it's his chance to get on the telly. Then they can have Anton Deck then uh, <laughs> doing their bit, you know, presenting them. And here's, here's this scientist, see which one's the best. He's going to tell us trees are good. The others aren't going to sell those trees are bad, and then Ant, Ant and Deck can get the you know the million pound a year for doing that, perhaps. Ah, oh, tell you what, man, it, 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 it's just a joke, the whole thing's a joke. And as you say, Biden arrives with about 50 cars in a big long line, you know, that's, I don't know, you've got to laugh. You?
0: But it would be funny if it wasn't so tragic, but you do, you do have to laugh, um, because basically to think that he's there pontificating to everybody, his car is eight miles a gallon, and he's got another 60 or 70 cars with him, you see, and then he's come over on his private planes and everything. So these guys are taking the mickey out of people like us.
1: Absolutely,
0: mate. I'd never heard that thing about um, trees dying, by the way. But I mean...
1: Yeah, it was on, It was on yesterday. yesterday. I mean, they have this expert on, oh, yes, you know... The more, and everyone's nodding. You, the more trees we plant, because that takes the carbon dioxide out of the air. All right, so that gets rid of the carbon dioxide. and I say straight away, it's over to such and such a scientist, an expert, and he says the exact opposite. You know, the more trees we have, when they die, the carbon dioxide comes back into the air. So you know, you think like, well, there you go, that makes sense.
0: It's you know why well I mean, I mean it's like it's like here in spain you see we, we recently you had a bit of this in the uk but for us every year when it comes to the the really hot months you get these uh fires that can be started by for example lightning or just uh, they just start and they are massive fires and you i mean it's a worry it's a horrible thing to see down the bottom of our road actually this year um you know we felt something was happening we could um we could sense that something was in the air and then at the bottom of the road you see all these planes coming in and um you know shooting cannons of water at the the thicket at the bottom of the road i mean it was really quite worrying because it's near the house obviously but, yeah. um, but I mean, in a global sense, and in, I'm talking about speaking of, of Spain in a bigger picture, when you look at the amount of uh, ground that's lost due to nature, it's nothing. It can be, of course, due to uh, fire razors as well. But um, when it's nature, that shows you that things happen in nature. And, um, y- you know, the more that you look at nature, you see that nature has some wonderful things that you marvel at and other things that you think are horrific. And if we keep trying to understand nature, yes, of course, we might be able to affect it a little bit, but control it. I watched a, um, a um, I think he was a, well, he was a weather expert. I don't know which branch he came from. And he was explaining about the power of the sun and how the flares from the sun, um, every now and again, you get more and bigger and longer, etc., etc., And that affects our weather. And at this particular point in the cycle, um, you'll have this type of weather for the the next weather pattern. And when you think about it, I mean, we depend on the sun. If the sun isn't there, uh, then that would be it. We'd all finish. So, you know, if the sun is emitting flares and then it takes light years to get to us and all this sort of thing... Most of us don't understand that. I I, I put my hand up and I'll admit that I don't understand it, but I can understand the logic of knowing that it affects us and that uh, over a period of time, um, I walk down to the bottom of the road and I can see the sea looking very peaceful. Other times I can walk down and it's outrageously wild and big waves coming in and all the paddleboarders and the surfers decide this is their moment and they go and jump in. Um... I think that there's not an awful lot we can do, really, especially when you look, as I said, at the size of um, Britain compared with the likes of China, who just, as I also said, uh, have upped the coal production. And then other people have shown us what on earth is going to happen if everybody has an electric car, supposing, yeah. you know, that, that we don't have. Maybe that's what's behind it, you see. you Oh, no,
1: yeah, there'll be money behind it, won't there? You know, well, be, like, there's I, money behind everything. It's like fireworks. Why not ban bonfire nights? Nice. Oh no, no, everyone's making money. You see all the firms and and uh, hang on, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Excuse me. And you have, I mean, it's like well, look at the government here now. They're all into all sorts, passing laws to suit themselves. You know, this is headline news, and people are surprised. You know, this fella is getting paid. To get companies to, to to work for the you know he's getting paid doing this on the side and everyone's surprised they're all in it they're all in it for the money you know it doesn't bother me because I don't take any notice of it all you know let them get on with it it wouldn't it wouldn't affect me either way you know if you can stop all this money being wasted. It wouldn't come to me or, or you. It, it would you know it would go it would go to build some MP's moat round his house like it was in the past. You see, there's nothing you can do. That's the frustrating part. So there's no point really. They're really getting all upset about this fella. Uh, what's his name? I, I know the just, one you
0: mean. It's has
1: been sacked. Yeah, is it? Stuff. Him, you know, and, and Boris trying to change the law to make it all right for him to do that. I mean, it's, you know, it's just... It's just... You couldn't write it. You couldn't make it up. It's 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 pathetic. And really, there's nothing you can do about it. I've always said this with politics. We can moan and we can groan and we can... Uh, you see, but there's nothing you can do. But, Don, you, you there's know. something
0: you just said, and it triggered alarm bells to me, which is basically... There's been a whisper coming down the line for a while now about the price of electricity and the availability of electricity and the fact that, you know, electricity is coming across Europe and uh, it's controlled by Russia, uh, communism at the back of it again. If everybody goes over to electric cars, that means that eventually there could come a day when in theory they could stop everybody in their tracks yeah, yeah they can't yeah. they they can make us uh, have problems with the with the oil and you know they do that from time to time but yeah. this is it, that's far more um that's far more interesting and far more deadly to think that if everybody's on electric cars and then suddenly you have a political fallout over something which is which is happening now by the way so then the people that have the electricity will have the power to stop us unless people listen to somebody like Don Woods who once advised that if they turn the gas turbines or the wind turbines upside down and use the power of the waves to create the electricity, which was a great idea, Don. I, I did take note of that.
1: It's not so much that. You could have these turbines with two propellers, one on the top and one on the bottom. So it's always working. You're getting twice... Twice the output on a windy day, and uh, uh, the, uh, half the output when when it's not even windy because because the the tidal will uh, do it. You see, to me that makes sense. But oh, you know, oh, we kind of you see, I. But there's nothing you can do about it. You could say you could you could suggest it. No one would take a blind bit of notice, you know, because it's all about money. It's like this, this. Uh, um, Panic buying of the petrol. You know they say on the oh oh there's not going to be a shortage of petrol, so everyone thinks oh there is. If that's right they say there isn't, you see that that's how that's how our brains work in this country. Oh, there's no need to panic buy because there isn't a shortage of petrol. Oh, they wouldn't say that if the, if there wasn't. There's a shortage of drivers. No, so they all pile out and panic buy. Miles and miles of queues to get. To get petrol now, the price then goes up of petrol while they 're doing this you know it was something like 132, one thirty two one pound thirty two or one pound twenty eight I think I was paying for diesel now it 's one pound forty nine it 's gone up to that while this terrible Short, so called shortages on, but it hasn't come down again. No, the garbages are back to normal now. You just go in and get your juices, no, but it hasn't come down again. You see, they're, they're clever, they just leave it up there, you know, and they're making a fortune, you know. And then you think, like, Well, what can you do? I need to get, I need to fill my car up,
0: so I do. What you we know, need, I, I, Don, there's, an, our, there's a need for a program like I would, I'd call it something like News Watch or something like that. That's, that's what that's what we need, isn't it? Oh,
1: dear me. Oh, this is my Saturday morning. I wake up about half past seven on a Saturday morning. And at quarter to eight on the BBC, they have a quarter of an hour program called Newswatch, which gives the viewers the opportunity to criticise the BBC news, you get the opportunity to write in and have your say you see, and they read some of these out, you know obviously the ones they can handle, and this week questions were asked by the public, this is good this is clever, I must admit even I thought, this is very clever, I wouldn't have thought of this and 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 I'm I'm to all sorts of things, but I wouldn't have thought of this, The, the public were asked, why Hugh Edwards had to report from Scotland on the climate change show, which, and why, you know, why could he not link up from London where he normally is with reporters who are already there? And how much is this cost in the license fee payer to needlessly send him up there? Probably flew him up there and put him up in a hotel. I mean, of course, we then have a BBC, this was great, a BBC representative who comes on with the explanation. Now, this was really clever. He was apparently speaking from a studio somewhere, and I think his microphone was made from Lego, because you couldn't (laughs) understand a word he said, right? I couldn't understand anything, and so I thought, I'll wind it back. So I thought i will wind it back and put the subtitles on. Right, so I do this. The subtitles come on. And every word every so often said, inaudible. So even the (laughs) subtitles couldn't understand what he was saying. And then when he finished, uh, the the woman who, who does the thing, said, oh, well, thank thank you very much and uh, we'll be back again next week with more of your questions. I thought that was brilliant. You know, I'm answering your question, but you can't understand what I'm saying. Clever.
0: Clever. Whoever thought
1: that that up should get a rise. (laughs)
0: This this is the arrogance of the BBC because, um, you know, we've spoken about this long and hard. Um, There was a time when... Well, I, I I went and studied it as part of um, you know what I was studying for my degree, and he, the idea was basically they were torn between um, preaching to the nation, uh, and the, the the guy was actually a Calvinist, so he was quite um, steep in in his beliefs and everything, and he knew that uh, people could be could be taught, which is what's going on all the time now, you know, p- yeah. people are being. Yeah. They're being very subtly manoeuvred. And yeah. all this that we're, we're living through was really, it was part of like what the um, what the um, Nazis were doing. You know, they were controlling the population by the way that the media, I, I spot things in the media now. And I think to myself, right, that's what's going to be coming in over the next couple of weeks. And sure enough, nine times out of 10, whatever I've spotted comes in and uh, i then go back to what i read if you want to defeat capitalism defeat the family and the other thing don which they are heading towards is they're trying to make everybody own nothing that's what they're trying to do so so that whatever people have got is by courtesy of the state and they allow you to have what you've got i mean it's it's just a horrible plot uh which is not nice to read it's there for everybody to read it's like you've got uh, all these people landing up on the shores of britain about um, a thousand a day at the moment are coming across and it makes no sense because you've got the prime minister saying, right, we're going to make sure that this stops. And it doesn't stop. And the reason, quite frankly, is that they've got this idea that these guys will get into the economy and eventually pay tax. No, they won't. It's an invasion force. Well, you, you, yeah. you don't see what's happening. Um, no, mm. uh, so many things really are going on. And it's all down to if we could turn the TV off. And switch back the um the control, uh, maybe people who would start A feeling better and B being better.
1: Well, you see, again, as I've always said, we're a nation of followers. There's a lot of people who who do a lot of good work, a lot of unselfish work and who care. But most people are I'm all right, Jack. They look after themselves. They said, you know, they, they can't help it. That's the way we are. And they believe everything they see. You've only got to tell them something and they believe it. You know, oh, it's in the papers, it must be true. You'd think by now they'd start questioning things and saying, that's nonsense. You know, like I do. I look look at headlines and I think, that's rubbish. And and the papers get away with it because they do it subtly. Like that BBC thing I've just mentioned, it's subtle. You know, they subtly do it so it's not really an offence. You know, they cause outrage and cause riots but it's the way they do. don't oh, know. we never actually said that. You know, we ne- yeah. never actually said uh, there's a shortage of petrol, which they didn't. But they caused all that trouble. The, yeah. the, the, the media, yeah. that that's their fault. You know, if they hadn't said anything, nobody would have even noticed there was a shortage of drivers. You know, mm-hmm. and that, that's the problem because the, the nation are there for the taking, as I've always said. People are there for the taking. They'll go out and they'll spend a fortune on food for Christmas that they don't really need. You yeah. know, they, uh, I yeah. don't know how much gets thrown away after Christmas. I dread to think. But, you mm-hmm. see, that's the problem. They're there for the taking, the, 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 the nation. Yeah. And, unless they, and as and again, as I've always said, you know, we haven't all evolved at the same rate. Yeah. there's still people still evolving in this country you know what i mean and i met them all when i was working <laughs> in trading standards you know the, we can't have all have evolved at the same time there must be some people hundreds and thousands of years behind the rest of us you know it, it stands to reason and, and by the same token other people thousands of years ahead of us you know who can invent computers and make and make things see that that's the way it is Everyone isn't the same. Exactly. Um, And
0: they're they're trying to make us all the same. Exactly. Don, you know, sometimes I look at our record of the week and I think, well, there's something in this. You know, sometimes you look at a record and you think, well, okay, I I can understand somebody hating it, but there is something in it. This week, I think Par Excellence is a record, a song, which must be definitely one of the worst of the all-time songs. So tell us, what is your record of this week? Right. Now
1: it's time for my one of the worst records ever made spot. I've tried and tried, but I failed to find anything worse than this one. I have tried. I tried again. I, I Rack my brains, you know. From, but I couldn't find anything worse than this. And again, it features Charlie Drake, uh, that well-known comedian we used to have. And it makes his it, this makes his third appearance on this spot on your podcast because he's made three records. Which I mean, words fail me really. Um, it actually, as I, as I say each week, I might change the title of this. Of this uh, spot in your show to record seven-inch records, which should have had an eight-inch old in them. (laughs) This one should have done. It's so bad. Anyway, it's called Mister Custer, and words fail me as I say when I I can't even describe the song. It's so bad. So here it is, Mister Custer, sung by Charlie Drake.
2: A voice was heard, a freak, a man with a trembling word rang loud and clear. What am I doing here? Please, Mr. Custer, I don't want to go. Mr. Custer, please don't make me go. I had a dream last night. About the coming fire Somebody yelled a tie. And there I stood with an arrow in my back <laughs> Please, Mr. Custer I don't want to go oh, 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 Look at them bushes out there They're moving There's an Indian beyond everyone uh, 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 Mr. Costa. No excuse for the rest of the afternoon, please. I want to change my library book. Oh, <laughs> what? Right, duck your leg! Oh, a bit late on that one, son. Oh, I bet that don't first. They were sure a victory, the men of the 7th Cavalry, as they rode on. When from the rear a voice was heard That same great voice with a trembling word Rang loud and clear What am I doing here? Please, Mr. Costa I don't want to go um, hey, Listen, and Mr. Costa Please don't make me go Indian word for Fred. Oh yes, I know. Manyana, you're to me. Oh, you look out there. (laughs) Manyana. Oh, that ain't it? Look at out there. Running around like a bunch of wild Indians. Bunch of wild Indians. Now this is no time for joking. oh, 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 oh.